Uh, episode seven, I think. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, welcome to you on the DL, Dakota. Glenn. And today we are covering one of the best things about my day, caffeine. <laughs> caffeine. Uh, you know, it uh, tastes good, tastes good, it's addictive. No. Um, <laughs> first off, uh, let's run through exactly what caffeine is. All right. So caffeine is, a, a, it comes from a group of plant alkaloids um, called methylxanthines, basically. The way caffeine works, or it works a few different ways in the system, but I guess the main way it works is uh, it's uh, it's antagonistic to adenosine receptors mm -hmm. in the brain and in other tissues of the body. Mm -hmm. So adenosine is essentially uh, supposed to attach to these receptors, and when it attaches to the receptors, it has a depressant effect. So it slows things down helps us sleep, Bedtime. so on and so forth. <laughs> when caffeine binds to these same receptors, as you can guess, it has the exact opposite effect. <laughs> so it upregulates them and gives us a lot of that sort of positive, energetic, focused energy mm. that we're all looking for when we go for our coffee in the morning. Now, when we're talking today, I'm going to just clear this scientific bit up because <laughs> most of the studies that get done are actually done on caffeine anhydrogenase, right? Mm -hmm. So they're not done on caffeine in coffee. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that they do that is mm -hmm. if they do the studies on caffeine in coffee, they mm -hmm. have to account for things like polyphenols and amino acids and things like that yep. that might have altering effects. Mm. So just as a really quick example, caffeine and theanine taken together, it'll actually upregulate the brain function side mm. of things, which is fantastic, mm. but it'll offset the increase in heart rate and so mm. on and so forth that you experience, which <laughs> we're not saying that's a bad thing, no. but what we're saying is in terms of exercise, if we're trying to evaluate caffeine on its own mm. having these other sort of aspects affect it kind of skew skew the activity skew yeah. the results so we've got to be a bit mindful that when we are talking today we're talking about caffeine as in caffeine and hydrogen yeah. <laughs> the drinkable the drinkable so yeah, yeah that's yeah. it so we want to just be aware of that yes in terms of caffeine let's go through some of the things that we use it for so tell me why do you have coffee in the morning? <laughs> it's a it's actually quite um you know uh funny like I used to be quite addicted to it. I'd probably, when I worked in hospitality, obviously a few years ago, uh, it was your go-to, you know, your double shot latte, um, you know, like uh, the magics with like less milk, more coffee, more sugar. Um, and it was, you know, to stay alive really. Um, and then, you know, the last few weeks I've actually really discovered that it's more habit than need. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a huge part of caffeine. It's like, Massive. you know, you just kind of go for it because you've built that habit. It's like, oh, it's two o'clock, time for a coffee. Yeah. Or, you know, it even like a, you know, what I've found is some people use it as a reward system. <laughs> Absolutely. Like if I smash this workout, I get a delicious latte. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the habit in the morning is 100%. It's just the habit. Like, Wake up, have my coffee, and then get on with my day. And yeah. look, there are chemical benefits, right? So we're not saying there aren't chemical benefits. That's we something. did discuss those before, <laughs> you know. So we know that it is going to help us to feel awake and more mm. alert and so on and so forth. But we also know that those effects are limited. So they're, they're mm. going to occur over sort of two to four hours and then they're going to wear off. Mm -hmm. So it's not, not an all-day system that we've yeah. got going on here. 
which makes us want to go back for more caffeine because we like to feel alert and Tastes we good. like to feel energetic. So how much is the need <laughs> and how much is the habit? That's it. So uh, what are we drawn to and why are we doing it sort of thing. Mm. So from a just general day-to-day perspective, mm. it's probably more the mental focus aspect that we're drawn so. to, right? So yeah. once we figured out the addictive component <laughs> Mm-hmm. So just going to it because we enjoy it and we like that. Yeah. We like that um, pastime. Mm. Kind of sit there. I know I do. In the morning, I wake up half an hour earlier so I can just, just. sit there and enjoy my coffee. Have the alone time with the coffee. <laughs> exactly. It's a nice personal experience. But the other reasons that I do it are because I know yeah. that then when I sit down to do my emails, I'm going to be more efficient, more alert and more ready to go. Mm. So there's definitely both sides of it. So today I think, you know, we'll first cover this, why we do Mm. it day to day, and then we'll go into the side of it with sports performance because I guess that's where a lot of people (laughs) get confused about. It's it's funny, like you said, you mentioned like being addicted to it. I was actually speaking to Zach about this last night. It's like where's the line between doing something that you enjoy and then being addicted to it. Especially because caffeine is considered a drug, right? So caffeine by all um, standards is considered a drug, Mm. which is understandable, but I think we have to look at it from a few different perspectives before we sort of categorise it. Mm. So in terms of caffeine addiction, when Mm. we're talking about caffeine addiction, it's not an actual addiction. Mm. So the reason that most people have this draw to caffeine has more to do with the withdrawals than it does anything else. So when you come off of coffee, you experience all sorts of... Not such great feelings. Headaches, <laughs> Headaches fatigue, all mm. sorts of things. And because people don't want to experience that, they it's just keep easier. drinking it. Yeah. You know, and because there's no real downside to drinking a small amount of coffee just day the money. to day. Just the money. Expensive little <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's no significant downside to yeah. it. There's heaps of benefits to drinking coffee itself because I think this is actually a good topic. So mm. I think we almost classify coffee as just caffeine now don't we like people think of coffee and they just think of caffeine they don't think of all the polyphenols all of the antioxidants all all of the great things that are in there too so in terms of um health in general Mm. my gastroenterologist is all about uh coffee because he believes that it has a significant benefit Mm. in liver health right so there's all sorts of things that we don't really think Mm. about in terms of um what else is coffee doing for us rather than just sort of grouping it in with caffeine and Mm. then just saying okay it only has abcd effects this is its job that's exactly um, right i think more people look towards like you know those um green green tea extract pills and yeah. stuff like that. I think people yep. look at that as as more of uh, energy and, you know, vitamins and exactly stuff Exactly like right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They see that as more of a, a bang to the antioxidant yes. side of things, da, da, yes. da, which is kind of ironic. Like it, I mean, concentration-wise, yes, it's going to have more antioxidants in it. Mm. But if you, you know, Taste. took all the water out of coffee, it would have those yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be Tell quite as out. enjoyable, you know. Popping a pill doesn't make yeah. us feel fantastic in the morning and yeah. it doesn't keep my hands warm. No, exactly right. <laughs> so, bang, more bang for your buck, I reckon. Oh, completely. So caffeine, it's definitely 
caffeine and coffee oh, need mm. to be considered as different things. Yeah. But, you know, you're still going to get largely the same benefits from coffee as you're going to get from caffeine. Yeah. It's all dose dependent, guys. Like, yes. realistically, we don't. When we're having our coffee in the morning, we're not mm. sitting down and planning, all right, how much caffeine are we going to have in this coffee? We all just assume. Pour it and drink it. <laughs> you know, most people don't even know that there's about 100 milligrams of caffeine in a coffee, mm. in a normal and coffee. And how much are we even meant to have? You That's know? exactly right. And who should have how much and for what reasons sort of yeah. thing, right? So I think one of the areas where caffeine is under a lot of investigation mm. is in sports performance mm. and mm -hmm. look it's one of the best researched yeah. supplements <laughs> drugs technically drugs. Uh, <laughs> out there, legal. Right? legal legal drugs legal. it's it really is well researched so i mm. reckon we put caffeine and creatine in a similar mm. uh, in a similar park there they've had so much research and so much yeah. support even, you know, the Australian Institute of Sport recognises yeah, it as now. a useful ergogenic aid. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. if they're saying yes, then it's got to be doing something right. Yeah. So in terms of sports performance, mm -hmm. we're looking at dosages between sort of or anywhere between two and six milligrams mm -hmm. per kilogram of body uh, per kilogram of body weight yeah. per day. Yep. Dosing of caffeine is specific to the activity that you're doing as well yeah. and timing is specific to the activity too. Yeah. So powerlifters, for instance, and I'll go through how it affects different sports a little bit later, mm. but powerlifting, for instance, before we even start lifting, <laughs> we've got about 45 minutes of, you know, activation. Yeah, <laughs> all that little stuff that you have to do. That's yep. it. Yep. So if we're taking our caffeine um, an hour before we start, mm it's going to kick in well before we need it to and yeah. it's probably going to run out before, before we actually done. need it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. to get it at that peak concentration, really you want to be taking it in somewhere between 30 to 60 minutes before the mm. hard work is going to start. And for everyone that's going to vary. So mm. if you're yeah. going to run an endurance race, you can pretty much time that on the dot because you know what yeah. time you're starting. Exactly. In terms of our sort of sports, it's a little bit more tricky to time yeah. it and it's going to be individually Each dependent. to their own. Mm. Absolutely. When we're taking the caffeine, we're looking for different effects as well, right? Yes. So um, in terms of sports performance, mm. most of the benefits are coming from improved cognitive function, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got more um, alertness, we've yes. got more awareness, we're sharper, we make Way better decisions. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. So all of these things are hugely beneficial. Yeah. But then there are other effects that caffeine has that can be beneficial, like delaying fatigue yes. is very very cool, <laughs> particularly for endurance athletes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Delaying fatigue is massive. Mm. It has an analgesic um, effect as well. Mm -hmm. So essentially um, it has a mild pain-relieving effect, right, mm. which is something mm. that we don't talk about very often. You probably wouldn't even notice it. No. So yeah. it's, again, it's very more mild. like because you won't notice the pain as quickly, mm. It's you're not going to notice that it's having an effect. No. <laughs> yeah. no. You're just going <laughs> to notice that it wasn't as bad as you thought it was yeah. going to be. Yeah. So anything so, painful, just have a shot. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> to a point. Oh, we'll go back to that. We'll go back to that. By the way, anyone with endometriosis, yeah, just no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, 
<laughs> so there's definitely pros and cons to yes. these things. Yeah. So we've got the um, mental performance oh. aspect, we've yes. got the delay and the fatigue, and we have the analgesic response mm. that we're getting from caffeine. Yeah. All of which are hugely beneficial in endurance. Yes. Hugely sports. positive, yeah. Massively positive in endurance sports. Mm. In high-intensity interval training, mm. there's some really good research as well mm. that shows improved performance, but they're still doing a lot of working around with yeah. that. In terms of powerlifting, um, sort of, I guess, more strength-based sports where yeah. there's bigger rest breaks, so on and so mm. forth, the research isn't as clear yet. So we're definitely not saying that it's not going to have not a benefit. Good or bad. <laughs> exactly but right. Don't hold us to anything. We just don't have a clear cut yeah. answer yet as mm. to what the positive effects are going to be and how significant, mm. right? Mm. So when we're talking about sports performance, yeah, we just want to think about mm. who to apply it to, when to apply it. Mm. Now, having said all of that, it's all going to be dependent on your sensitivity yes. and your tolerance. Yes, yeah. And that varies person to person. <laughs> Hugely. You know, like you and I personally have definitely exceeded my tolerance uh quite quite bad like you know obviously like good good amount of caffeine you get a lot of focus yes bad amount of caffeine you get jittery you have the opposite effect on the focus Just like you feel far. oh mm. horrible mm. um and yeah like you said like everyone's going to be different like i think um you know to tolerance and sensitivity are kind of uh, two different things I feel yeah. like sensitivity is one thing but tolerance can obviously be depicted on if you're ramping up the coffees yeah. obviously it's like a, any drug yeah uh, you know if you have one coffee a day you ramp it up to two coffees and in two weeks time you're gonna need three exactly right yeah 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 your tolerance definitely does build I remember when I first drank coffee I was at uni as it is <laughs> for course. a lot of people it's of like oh, how am I gonna get through this a biochemistry lecture okay <laughs> caffeine it is <laughs> so yeah. i started drinking coffee back then and a single shot of coffee would keep me going pretty yeah, much all day all day because mm. it just had such an impact on me now not so much not so much and now i have to be very aware mm. of what time i have coffee how i have my coffee yeah. so on and so forth to make sure that i don't build too much of a tolerance to it yeah so that when i have it i'm still feeling getting so from positive it. effects and mm. it's not to say that you don't still have you know it's still binding the adenosine receptors it's mm. still doing all of that sort of jazz you're just not getting as significant of a feeling of that caffeine mm. anymore so realistically everyone needs to have a play around themselves to yeah. find their it's kind of like <laughs> a trial trial and error massively massively a trial mm. and error process with caffeine so what we always sort of say is start low yeah. and then build up if you need to yeah and honestly day-to-day -day caffeine from my perspective mm. i don't see any reason why it should go past 300 milligrams a day on a normal day sports performance different if you're going to do a you know your first ever marathon sure yeah <laughs> We yeah. have reason to take six milligrams per kilogram of body weight per yeah. day. Da, da, da. But uh, the everyday Joe. Exactly right. Maybe not. Consuming large amounts of caffeine can also have detrimental effects long term if we're not aware yeah. of what we're doing. Mm. So let's start with the detrimental impacts, gorgeous mm. one. So I sleep. <laughs> sleep is probably the worst one that can be affected. Like, and I, it's it's funny. Like I was speaking to a client earlier. She has a coffee before she goes to bed, and I just oh, I would not sleep. I wouldn't that's... sleep. 
that's adaptation plus 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 right like she's obviously not feeling it and so the thing is what people don't realize is just because they can go to sleep doesn't mean they're getting doesn't mean they're getting restful sleep yes (laughs) just because you can just just mean it's good and also what people don't realize is as adenosine kind of get during the night the Mm. brain is clearing all sorts of things it's clearing everything to send messages to get back to normal the next day Mm -hmm. if your brain is switched on it's hard work it's not going to do that it's too Mm. busy it's doing what it's supposed to you know it's still got these signals saying work 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 how's it going to clear itself out so we're waking up in the morning with all of this toxic overload we're not getting that awakening response that we're hoping Mm -hmm. for in the morning so Mm. we wake up tired we go to bed tired Mm. then we get so used to being tired (laughs) do you just have another coffee it's the new normal (laughs) this is all Everyone's we do. Everyone's meant to be tired, right? That's right. That's it's normal. It is just what we assume is normal. So the effects of caffeine on sleep, my rule of thumb is that my clients need to make sure that by six hours before bed there's no caffeine going the into same. their system. And I am saying, I'm actually seven yeah. hours now. <laughs> <laughs> She's just gradually bringing it lower and lower. Um, but it's good. Like keeping that caffeine away from bedtime is very, very useful. Yes. But it, you may need more. I do have clients mm. that can't have anything after about 10 a.m otherwise it keeps them too stimulated and they can't sleep and that's okay we just work on their schedule yeah you can still have things like decaf coffee as long as they're low enough in caffeine right or tea yeah or tea again low enough in caffeine so yeah tea and decaf coffee can be anywhere from about 10 to 15 milligrams of Mm. caffeine all the way up to about 80 so almost as much as As a a coffee coffee, yeah the difference is the polyphenols that we were talking about before and other active ingredients in the Mm. tea they downregulate that stimulatory effect so you don't get the same buzz that you might get (laughs) yes so what's the point (laughs) what's the point why would we bother it doesn't matter that it tastes good Um, uh, talk to me about, uh, you know, we're obviously covering that. Um, talk to me about like the adrenal side effects as well, oh, as yes. well as the sleep. This is probably worse, yeah. I think, personally. So adrenals are overworked at the best of times in modern society, right? Yes. So we are stressed about everything nowadays. And That's when nice. we are stressed, we produce more cortisol. Mm-hmm. More cortisol is not always a bad thing if it's in response to something. So mm. when we produ- when we have a car accident, for instance, yeah. we get a cortisol response. Stressful. It helps us to cope with the situation. Yeah. Incredibly mm. useful. Mm. If that cortisol then goes back down to its normal levels, mm. then we have perfect adaptation and yeah. everything works the way that it's supposed to. What happens if we don't? Exactly right. So mm. as time goes on and we stay in these stress states for longer and longer periods, mm. we become chronically stressed and then we get adrenal maladaptation Mm. so our adrenals no longer work the way they're supposed to work now if your adrenals are a part of a response that usually upregulates the central nervous system so the sympathetic nervous system works harder when cortisol's flooded and then we take in caffeine which is also also, upregulating all of those activities Mm. stimulating stimulating everything basically it's just keeping you in that stimulated state (laughs) then we're working the adrenals 10 times as hard Mm. over the same period of time so if coffee was the only thing going on in your life it's unlikely yeah wouldn't be enough exactly right but combined with what's already going on in the world today covid 
Perfect <laughs> example. Masks. <laughs> what a stress. <laughs> Every five minutes we're wondering what's coming yeah. next, right? Yeah. So chronic stress is very, very real. Couple that with too much stimulation and, of course, it's a recipe for failure. Adrenal yeah. fatigue, yeah. it comes in several phases. It depends what practice you talk to mm. as to how they describe it. I describe mm. it as three phases. So the first phase is where your your cortisol is high, mm. your adrenaline is high, everything <laughs> everything's buzzing. Mm. So you kind of don't even notice that there's something wrong because you're really yeah. efficient, you're really effective. Fine. <laughs> you're getting through more than you've ever gotten through before. Yeah. So why would you change it? After a while, though, your body can't keep up with that production anymore. So you start to go through peaks and troughs. And in my books, this is phase two. So you'll go through periods where you feel really buzzed and energetic, but then half an hour later, you're asleep on the couch and you don't even know why. Yeah. Third phase of adrenal fatigue is when you've really cooked your adrenals. So when they're done and dusted. There's no high anymore. They've produced as much cortisol as they're going to produce. Tapped out. (laughs) That's it. So I like to describe it like um, in diabetes when the Mm -hmm. pancreatic beta cells are not producing insulin anymore because Mm -hmm. they've had to do it for too long. Mm -hmm. Your adrenals are the same. Your adrenals are like, I can't produce these hormones anymore. I've Mm -hmm. had to produce too much of them for too long until you just stop and rest. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fix any of this for you. Yeah. So then we wind back our training, we focus on our nutrition, we get rid of caffeine, we do all of these things to fix it, but then what do we do as soon as it's fixed? And just shove the coffee back in, <laughs> just go back to normal, yeah? So it's really, it's about us learning our lessons, mm. it's about us yeah. understanding um, application and then when to pull back and when to increase and when to make sure to make sure that um, the action suits the outcome, right? Yeah. So, yes, if you're going for a PB attempt, yes, if you're doing a CrossFit open. Load up. Go for it. Load <laughs> Do up. it that day. Yeah. Get what you need to out of caffeine. Yeah. But don't be doing that every day of the week because yeah. then you're putting yourself at risk of all of these other issues. So mm. we've covered sleep, we've covered adrenal fatigue, and we've covered caffeine dependency. Look, we're ticking everything off, guys. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is about it for caffeine today. Yeah. What do you reckon? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, one, oh. one more thing. Yep. Oh, two more things. Two yep. more things. One thing. <laughs> um, so I've seen some studies about you mentioned creatine and coffee. Yes. So I've seen some studies yep. that kind of go both ways. I've seen a few studies that um, – uh, talk about if you have caffeine and creatine, um, it di- uh, pretty much discontinues the effect of creatine. Yeah. And then I've seen other studies that, like, it's it's bullshit. So most of the studies that I've seen mm-hmm. um, and the meta-analyses that I've read um, point in the direction of if they're taken in the same supplement, yep. so if they're taken together in the same supplement, then there is some sort of inhibitory effect, but it could be in the gut. So mm. it could be competitive binding. It could be all mm-hmm. sorts of things. So when they're taken together, the efficacy of the creatine seems to go down a little mm. bit. Okay. But we think it's just because it's not getting through, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Okay. It's not like it dilutes it or Exactly right. Like it's yeah. not actually blocking it. It's just that sometimes the there's way. competition for um, the receptors that allow these things to pass in? through the gut. Yeah. And if there's two, there's there's less receptors to death, take. And then, 
<laughs> you know, the winner takes all. Exactly yeah. right. Okay. But if you were to independently dose them, which is totally fine because mm. um, although caffeine needs to be timed, creatine doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Creatine, you can take it any Whenever. time of day. There is absolutely no research that suggests that it's better yeah. at any specific time of the day. Awesome. Creatine, we just need it to be as full in your system as yeah. it can possibly be, and we do that by taking it consistently. Yeah. So as long as you stay consistent with your creatine it's uptake okay. and you don't consume the two together, it's very unlikely to have an effect on the creatine. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and another one I saw a few studies. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got a little page here. Um, uh, coffee and sugar. Yeah. So I've, I've seen a, uh, a bit on uh, if you have coffee and sugar together, you crash from the sugar before you crash from the coffee and the energy levels drop. <sighs> thinking this is, that you need another coffee. You know what's actually really interesting about mm -hmm. this? Sorry, you just brought me back to a point that we didn't cover that everyone's going to want to know about, and it's why caffeine helps with fat loss. <laughs> if we don't talk about this, we're in real trouble. Um, all right, so you know when we were talking way back about the stimulatory effects of caffeine, mm -hmm. da, 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 one of the ways we believe this works is by affecting the AMP kinase processes in the body, which basically increases the utilization of fatty acids as a mm -hmm. fuel while sparing glycogen, right? Mm -hmm. So it saves the glucose so you can use that as a direct um, as energy when you need it, when mm -hmm. your body runs out, da, 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 mm -hmm. and it forces your body to utilize more fat stores. So it yep. does actually help in fat loss in that regard. So I reckon this might come down to a little bit of that. So mm -hmm. if you're taking in caffeine and caffeine is glucose-sparing, Mm. And then you're and then taking you in a bucket. In, so <laughs> sprinkle some glucose so in there. <laughs> you're probably increasing your um, you're probably increasing your blood glucose, not using a whole lot of it because yep. your body's trying to use these fats yep. as an energy supply. Yep. And it would depend on the type of sugar as well, like whether we're taking Wine, in a simple sugar or, yes. or so I think there's probably a hundred and one aspects that would need to be looked at in yeah. terms of coffee and sugar before you'd be able to come up with a clear-cut answer to that TBD. one. That's it. Because some sugars absorb further up in the digestive tract than others, yes. which yeah. would probably have more of an impact on the energy levels and so mm. on and so forth immediately, whereas others, because they don't get digested until they're further down the digestive yeah. tract, so we're talking more, you know, when they're in combination. Yeah. So when they're with complex carbohydrates, mm. that sort of jazz, it wouldn't have the same impact. Yeah. So it's a good question, mm. but I think there's Tough. way too many variables yeah. for the moment. And whether you're having one sugar or four. That's but, right, yeah. yeah. And person to person. Exactly, because, yeah. okay. you know, one teaspoon of sugar is like four grams of glucose. It's probably mm. not going to have a massive yeah. impact either way. But if you're having 40 grams, you might notice a completely different Yeah, <laughs> or like the, um, um, the syrups and stuff as well. Absolutely, you know, yeah. So in that as and well. how many artificials there yes, are in it yes, and other things that can weigh into it. Yeah. There's just so much. This is why science is so interesting. Just when we think we know the answer, it gets disproven. More research <laughs> comes out and it says, oh, no, actually. Actually, you're wrong. <laughs> go back. And usually it's like, you were sort of right, but yeah. now we're going to go this way. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do more research now. <laughs> so I reckon Dak and I are going to go do some research and have yes. some caffeine now. Yes, so. yes. It's coffee time. Speaking of, coffee time. So we will switch ourselves off for today, guys. Yes. We hope you enjoyed the show and we Thank will you. Uh, see you next time. Catch you soon. Yeah. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. <laughs> if you like what you see, guys, click here.
Nej, ja, 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 ja,